What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, your source for all things geek. I am your host, Evan Swaffer. With me, as always, Chuck Nally. Hello. Sometimes Josh Barnett. B-b-base. That sounds true. Uh, Plus one. Uh, and the ghost. Holden Huey's spot. We're still waiting, folks. I'll keep you updated. He's coming. He's coming. Stay tuned. Let's talk about what we're watching. Okay. Yeah. Some quality shit. This is what we like yeah. to call the uh, the Josh Barnett week of the year. Yeah. Uh, we're getting to that. We're about to go through a long section of shit he probably didn't do. <laughs> so anything yeah, there's else? there's a good chance. There's a good chance these first couple you of things. You fucking asshole. I'm Watch just... the premieres. I don't ask a lot. What's the first premiere? Good ooh, Omens. Ooh. Watched it. Say, what's the first premiere? And then say, I'm Josh Barnett. <laughs> I'm Josh. Why? No. What's the first premiere? I'm Josh Barnett. Awesome. That was perfect. Good job, Josh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. First take, Josh. Uh, Did you watch Good Omens? I did. Oh, good for you. Guess what? You don't like it. I fucking hate it. Okay. I'm going to be that guy because I know everybody else likes it. Uh, You like it? I love this show. I'm a, I'm kind of middle ground on it, so that makes sense. Yeah, wow. I, man, something about this show did not speak to me at all. Uh, it's not your. I actually didn't expect you to like it once I watched it. I thought you would going in. There's something about the production design of this show, like the it's way not, everything looks. It's just not my kind of. It's I don't not know. your type of humor. It's really not. I just reminded myself I need to watch Lemony Snicket's real quick, real soon. Do you still? Wow, that's I know. Amazing. I know. I can't believe I haven't watched it, Chuck. I'm a bad person. Look away, Josh. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm Josh Barnett. <laughs> uh, how many things are you going to tag? I'm Josh Barnett. Oh, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Now it's reviewing like crazy, really highly. Some people are like, it's like perfect. Still Gaiman, are, isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which Gaiman. may be part of the problem with me. I don't really like his work. <laughs> Uh, Sandman sucks. I'm sorry. It really, really sucks. But you bought that omnibus. Uh, yes, I did. I, like you going to get part two? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm so mad. I can't complete that. Can I have it? Uh, no. Can, can, I'll buy I'll from you. I'll sell me. it. What? Yeah. I'll buy it from you. You don't want it. If I took it from your house tonight, you would never miss it. That's untrue. I have everything in a very... My books are on my shelf are in a very, like... Strict order. One of the next I'll buy three me. times I'm at your house, I'm going to take it, and I don't think you'll know when. I guarantee <laughs> I will. Twenty. First of all, you could never sneak that book out of his house. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you have to like move. Like you have to. You have to bring a fucking dolly know. in. I got nothing. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I almost said something about stretching a door, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up, Evan. <laughs> this sucks." Uh, I'll give you twenty five dollars for it. God, you need to talk to Josh. I might consider that. Yeah. How much? Twenty five. Twenty. I was thinking forty in my head, but I really you can't hate go it. down. That's what she said. I might be willing to go as high as forty. <laughs> I might be willing. Fifteen. To. Uh, have you ever read it? Nope. It sucks. It's so boring. What if I loved it? I you probably would. Ten dollars and a beef and cheddar. <laughs> yeah. I'll give I'm you twenty in two for five beef and cheddar. You can have a cheat day. You can smell it. Not for a while. You have a cheat also, day. anytime I go to Gatlinburg, it's just like automatic cheat because mm. you know, what are you gonna do? Man, Dollywood has Ooh, like insider tips. It's a huge walk, just filled with uh, like bratwurst and and sausages and Where the peppers fuck and onions. Is this at in that giant food court area. 
I I don't that I got lost. I think I missed parts of the park. You need to come with me. I tried. Or Jayla's trying to set it up. She's been texting Kristen. No, the la the last fuck time, Josh. You don't want to go to Dollywood. No, I really you do. You just want to be invited. I forgot to tell you this. Also, and you're welcome. We just need even number because I didn't get to ride any rides while I was there because no one in her family. I said, "Can, can Josh wants to ride rides? Can I just invite Josh one Saturday and we'll drive up and go?" And she was like, "Yeah." Fuck yeah. So you can't use that season do. pass, though, because they look at those the pictures. I have the thing where I can bring a friend once for free. Nice. So We probably have that, too, since we've got the gold stuff. Also, oh, Chuck, mm. you could just tell them it's cool, and they'll let me in. <laughs> yes, sir, hey. Mr. Chuck, sir. They know of you. <laughs> and then I'll just be like, I'm Josh Barnett. There's Did like, I plus one it yet? There are posters like, of you with that little circle in us. Anyways, it's a good time. Yeah, I missed that place. I don't. Was it over by all the roller coasters? <laughs> no, it was directly. He wasn't on allowed the path to go on there. All the kitty rods. You're telling me there's I a place was... I can ride roller coasters and eat giant sausages out of a giant walk? How do I not live there myself? I think we went the wrong yes. way around. Because have you been since, since they opened the new part in May? I have not. It's pretty good. And there's a lot of kid stuff there. Oh, that's cool. And then also a new big roller coaster that doesn't look quite as cool as the others, but because it was new, it had an hour-long wait the whole day. I mean, sure, I'm, I'm that just means the other ones are less weighty. Yes, some of the big ones. I was like, Taylor, there's a five-minute wait for like the cool ones. And she was like, I don't want to. And I was like, And you can't beat that it. guy and go <laughs> on your so own. I so mad. <laughs> I'm in. I'm 100% just in. Go by yourself. Meet friends. Meet people. Say, I'll be back in five minutes. She wanted minutes. me to help with the kids. It was our first time there. And we didn't really know where we were going. Yeah, he couldn't be the guy so. to leave the kids. Next time, though. They sell Benadryl there. See ya, children. I'm, I'm in. Put them at the little indoor playground and be like, it's air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be just invited. I want to actually go and ride rides. And then I want to go to Six Flags. I do want to do that, too. Anyways, I want to go to Lake Winnie. I don't know what it is, but I want to go. Enjoy your hepatitis. Correct. Damn it. Hepatitis water. What doesn't have hepe anymore? Western Sizzling does, Not but that East didn't Ridge. stop fucking Cody. <laughs> so good omens. Yeah, I'll, so it's reviewed extremely Keep. well. Many people like are like saying it would have been better if it was actually longer, which you don't hear a lot. Because this is a miniseries. It's Six done. Six episodes like, or something yeah. like that. What you see is it's done. Yeah, I couldn't get past the first one personally speaking i just really didn't i'm gonna it. finish it because it is six episodes and it is such a big deal and i didn't dislike it i just was ex i think had built it up in my head and didn't sheen are just they're so good at those particular roles they uh, are they were very good but i don't interesting know interesting enough I, for me to keep going they were good i just don't know if i enjoy the characters but i thought they were killing it as what they were supposed to be doing i like john ham i Who always does it? Always like John Hamm. That thing is possessed by the devil. It's, <laughs> it's been terrifying. happening a lot lately. I opened the refrigerator and it went off. Like it wouldn't stop for a minute. It is terrifying. Did you rig it? Did you John Riggins it? That's Rigo. Right. That's right. That's a Friday Night Lights reference. <laughs> right, in my wheelhouse. Woo! Good one. That's what I do. Good omens. So you're keeping keep slash you know finishing it. Yes. Uh, I'll finish it. Josh, not so much. Cut. That is the la last show that'll count for... Uh, we are officially into our new TV season. Okay. It's just it's crazy it's over already. Nosferatu. When did that come out? Uh started this Sunday. Crap! Because all, they're all available to watch. Yeah, if you have uh, premium. AMC Premium is allowed. 
Oh. You have to pay for it. It's their subscription service for like their six shows. You want to just talk about it? Uh, Nos- Nosferatu? What's yeah. the next premiere? Uh, it's actually Nosferatu. It's actually Yay. literally next one on the list. Uh, I did not watch this one. I know. You should have. It, is I it good? Love it. This show is really good. It's amazing. Will it's also I connected to Dark it? Tower. Oh, is it really? What? <laughs> he, Tell me this in advance, wait, hold on a second. Evan. Is this the the same kind of get up that's in uh from a Buick eight like the same kind of it's possession car kind of deal you know he calls Christine. all right so Joe Hill it's Stephen King's son who writes who wrote Nosferatu he's written a couple books Horns uh, that had Daniel Radcliffe in it a couple of years ago that's a Joe Hill book um all his books share a world like the Stephen King verse oh, okay. and he has been slowly he says it's for fun and it's not official but he drops ways in which it's connected to his dad's universe all the time. Uh, in particular, uh, the inverse, when uh, the girl gets to the covered bridge for the first time. Do you want to talk about what the show actually <coughs> is real quick? Sure. Before? I'm sorry. I, got, I get excited because <laughs> yeah. we're talking about Dark Tower. Because uh, so Nos- Josh might not know. Yeah, so Nosferatu uh, is... Spelled the worst way possible. Well, it's a vanity plate. When you actually realize what... It, before I mean, that... I realized yes. beforehand. As a vanity plate, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I think at least, um, it's about Zachary Quinto plays a kind of vampire, uh, uh, almost like an emotions, like psychic vampire, which also known in the Stephen King universe. Um, and he collects kids to take them to Christmas land, which who doesn't think that sounds wonderful? Uh, me? Uh, yeah, it's, it's not a good thing. Not a good thing. See, I would be out. Uh, that's not true. I love kind of terrifying. Him and his old man makeup was real terrifying. Anyways, he kidnaps kids and he's just kind of going around in this uh, old Rolls Royce Wraith. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful car. Yeah, it is, and it has powers. <laughs> yeah, that guy got killed. Yeah, he his did, buddy. Why is your bottle opener still going off, man? It's coming after you. It's oh man, the I should. I should put it in Josh's house. It's like hot. It. I don't wish that upon him. He's my friend. Also, you wouldn't ever get that thing back. I would have it real good. I would still find There's it. There's a portal it goes through through hell. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so then you cut to a story about uh, just a young girl that's kind of dealing with shitty parent life, but like she also Southie, loves right? Southie, right? Yes. Um, and has a lot, you know, kind of a loner, but kind of slowly discovering uh, she has a connection like these powers. Uh, she finds a covered bridge that is was torn down 15 years ago, but she still sees it there, and if she goes through it, it takes her to things that are lost that she is looking for. But it also, to go through it, makes her physically ill. This also kind of correlates with other stuff in Joe Hill books. Um, when she starts to do this, she sets off kind of a psychic beacon. and Yeah, that's what the map is showing. That map, if you pause it and read it, it's like something, uh, it's uh, the guide to the, the roads of the inverse um, as uh, Along the Saint Nick uh, Highway or something like oh, this, it's okay. like the back roads that like Santa Claus uses. In other words, from Stephen King, it's the hidden highways that Pierre Callahan uses. Yeah. Um, if you look at the points on the map, one is called the Pennywise Circus, and it's all these like basically on the map that Nosferatu Pennywise Cir- Circus is the northernmost point on the map. Really? And this is on AMC. That is yeah. badass. Okay. Um, also, there's like uh, there's a direct reference to horns in there. It's like the tree tree house something. I don't know. Uh, it's from that. It's all basically 
supernatural points that connect through this. In the book for Nosferatu, actually, I haven't read it. I, I've read about it because I want to read it. Um, I know you made fun of this show, this like trailer hard when we first looked. oh yeah it didn't look good then i found out what it was about got interested and it because you spelled out the name you remember that yeah, i didn't know what the, i didn't know what the fuck was happening <laughs> uh anyways um it directly references uh midworld in the book uh, really? it talks about the gates of midworld uh the term clearing at the end of the path is used uh lots of fun stuff anyways cool is it time for the dark tower show yet uh, no, that's like two years away at least. I um, don't live that long. Well, all right. <laughs> that's sad. Anyways, this show was very good. Uh, that kid, so Nosferatu, no, the, the actual oh, the one kid that, that gets kidnaps, Daniel? Uh, is slowly like turning into a monster while he's riding around the back seat while Zachary Quinto's character gets younger. He's clearly siphoning back his youth from him. Yeah. Uh, I like all of it. It's real good. Um, I mean, as far as the writing is concerned, a lot of it is cheesy, mm-hmm. but it's done in a way that doesn't really detract from what's going on, I don't think. Um, I also, Micro's in it, and I fucking love that actor now. Correct. Uh, he's real good. He I is, don't know if he's from good. Boston or not, but his accent's spot on. Yeah, he plays the dad of the girl. Yeah. Also, the like the psychic girl. With uh, the, the Scrabble tiles? Yeah, did you pick up that? That's in a completely like different part of the country. I didn't pick up on it, but it makes sense. Cause like, they're these not... stories will like, all eventually like overlay like okay. as they travel and all sorts of stuff. That makes sense. But, um, yeah, so she like reaches into her Scrabble, box, uh, Scrabble bag, throws out a bunch of tiles, and it tells her what she wants to know. It's a magic eight ball of a Scrabble tile bag. I like to think she has the touch. I mean, probably. Yep. She also has Hermione's bag of Scrabble tiles. Correct. She gets in there like shoulder deep. Uh, but man, this show's way better than I thought it was. Correct. Be. I was thought I was like, it's probably bad. I'm gonna hope for the best because I, I I root for you know anything to do with Stephen King, including the Zachary Sun. Quinto's real good in the show. Yeah, he's real. Everything about it's good because I, he de-ages super- in that one episode. He de-ages like thirty years, but it's believable it is and the kids like point out he's like you look younger but it's like slight yeah and he's first. like don't worry about that yeah he's like you just lay back there yeah we're on our way to christmas, christmas. <laughs> it's real good you should right. totally watch this i plan oh, on and that it. dude that dude that's reading the comic book there's an advertisement for christmas the janitor too. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we'll i don't know man find out about Something's that going on. i can't wait i can't wait to, to finish this though it's all i've been thinking about all day today it's real good i agree i watched this today and i got Real hyped into it. Uh, oh, you watched it today too? Yeah. Hey, same I watched a lot of TV same recently. Uh, another premiere, Swamp Thing. Oh, keep. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm going to keep Nosferatu. Oh, yeah, I thought we said. Yeah, I totally keep. Josh? Watch it, then keep. All right, there you go. Swamp Thing. Yeah. Did you watch Swamp Thing? Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> good job, Josh. It's so fucking good. Swamp Thing's real good. It's pretty damn good, man. I love this show already. I hate that they're on a weekly schedule with uh, the DC Universe. Act. Well, they have it's to. Smart. It works out for their pacing, but and their pay, yeah. <laughs> money, yo. I like. I want more episodes of this immediately. I love that the scene in the morgue was crazy. Yeah, when it was. Thing, like, when his body, body starts true body around. horror. That dude was ripped in half three different times. <laughs> it was awesome. in front of his daughter. Man, that little black kid got speared hard right through the chest and and. It was awful, but awesome. Man. 
So I don't know a lot of Swamp Thing lore, so I didn't know. I couldn't remember like the real name of Swamp Thing. The first one was not Alec Holland, no, but he, the one that most people consider Swamp Thing is, is, Alec, is Holland. Alec Holland, yeah. and he does actually wind up marrying Abby Arcane, right? Uh, who is the female lead in this? Her hair, spoiler alert, will probably turn stark white uh, with with two black streaks like in the middle of it. Uh, also, Will Patton's character, yeah, Will uh, Patton Sutherland. I want to say his name is no, it's it's Weaver, Weaver, yeah. Dreamweaver, <laughs> Colonel Dan Weaver, sir. Anyhow, uh, he is a main villain in Swamp Swamp Thing lore. Uh, so he, spoiler alert, he will also be. Yeah, he, out yeah. Too. You pick up on that vibe real quick. He's good, man. Yeah, I, I mean, like Will Patton. I feel like he remember is the, the villain in this series right now. Remember the Titans? Yeah, yeah remember well, the Titans. Oh, that movie's so good. And Armageddon. It was legit. Kind of caught me off guard. Like, I knew something was about to happen, but the gunshot scared the shit out of me when they shoot Alec and he goes into the water. When oh, he's yeah. Becoming swamp thing. Oh, Kristen jumped out of her skin. She's like, oh, my God. I mean, it looked brutal. I was like, yeah. spoiler alert, he don't make it. <laughs> Which, I, I really enjoyed that guy. I was like, when I realized, I was like, oh, this is going to be swamp thing. And I was just like, and I like oh, that. I like, like this guy. I don't want him to leave. I also like that they really did make you believe for a majority of it that, like, it was swamp thing. Was out there, and Alec Holland was another character. Or just that, yeah, I mean, that, that like, you just hadn't seen him for the whole episode or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He'll go back towards the end of the season and actually find the bones of Alec Holland. I was going to say, so... his essence is Correct me if I'm wrong. Swamp, swamp Thing is actually just a plant that has the essence of Alec Holland in it, but he's yes. not actually Alec Holland. Like, no. Alec Holland's body is he's dead. done. Yeah, he's dead. He's Man, dead and it, rotting in the bottom of the swamp. Yeah. It was such a cool visual in that morgue scene, though, when... It started ripping that body in half and then, like, basically stood up the torso of the dad. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, is that how they're going to do this? Like, I had no idea really how he was going to, like, form a body. Because I'll admit, I don't know Swamp Thing super well. I remember that shitty 80s movie. Um, There's actually two. Oh, my that God. Really? Swamp Thing and Return of Swamp Thing. Yep. I might have watched Then there both. was, like, three years it. of a TV show. The, I do the remember TV the show TV is show. Well known, yeah, yeah. It also, I did not like it when I saw it when I was young. <laughs> uh, I do like this though, like quite. Yeah, a I bit. am very excited to watch. Practical effects are real good. Real I don't good. See yeah. any? There's not the a only... ton of special effects outside of the vines, but even they the look vines are good. They, they look, look good. good. Their animation is wonky at times, but well, it's it's, sporadic. it's believable. It's sporadic. It's uh, like bursts of yeah. growth. They don't have like a crazy budget, and most it. of it's in the dark, which is smart. Right. Um, because you can get a lot away with a lot more it's, CG. It's legit scary. It's just too. a straight up true horror show, God, which I love. So good, man. Yeah, Acting's man. Everything's good. The writing's good. All around um, success. To yeah. me, this was the one that I couldn't stop thinking about. Like, I don't only watched like two premieres or whatever, but like this is one I was like, God, I want more. Like, I, I stopped watching Doom Patrol so I could watch it because I knew I wasn't going to finish Doom Patrol. Um, and I kind of like. I want to go back and finish Doom Patrol, but I'm kind of just good to wait and finish Swamp Thing. On a week-to-week basis. Obviously not going to happen. I'm going to finish Doom you Patrol. in ten weeks, too. <laughs> you need to finish Doom Patrol. I really, really want to. That show is also awesome. Really fucking good. Well, DC Universe has been tremendous It's so been far. a huge surprise. If you guys surprise. haven't seen uh, Young Justice, it's great. I've seen the first episode. I didn't Are really the know first what was two seasons on yes. there? Yeah, they're on there. Are they? Okay. I'd love to watch all of it. I just don't have the time. Like, I wish this team would up. take over the CW stuff and it would just go on DC Universe instead. Man, I, with this, they they have so many opportunities to do gritty ground, like and the question. 
Did Doom Patrol? Yeah, absolutely. Question would be amazing. I wish they just kind of dropped Arrowverse at this point and redo it. I agree too. Um, Did they set up Swamp Thing in Doom Patrol the way they did? They didn't. Okay, interesting. No, it's actually still there is a possibility that all this is a shared universe with Doom Patrol and Titans. But But at least we know those two are. Yes, it's a hundred percent. But it's not confirmed nor denied either way. So there's some wiggle room there. I almost wish the Harley Quinn series wasn't. I know animated, but like. I just want the they'll whole get away thing. with a lot more stuff with they will. Stuff, um, they also the thing I love about DC Universe is they don't care. Everything is fuck. Everything is cursing Dude, and Robot crazy. Man gives zero shits. Also, Crazy dude. Jane is the best. By the way, she's awesome. We'll talk about. that. Yeah, one. I know. Got him. <laughs> right, keep, keep, hundred percent keep. All right, cool. Keep with man, the getting convinced to to sign up for DC Universe is the best thing you guys have done. All right, Titans was so good. Tighten up. Let's talk about LA's. You need insurance. LA's finest. Go ahead, sir. What is huh? what is LA's finest? Let me take Probably you back about to a t- cops me, and procedurals. Let me take you back to a time <laughs> when we That's talked about on the news. show to some news that Pretzel the dog. Nope. That's in the dark, you idiot. Bad Boys was getting a TV show. Yeah, Bad with Boys. Shut up. With For female life. leads. Oh shit! That's this show. I For real. That. That's uh, Gabriel Union, Gabriel Union and Jessica Alba. Oh, Why didn't you gosh. tell me that's what this was? This I would have watched this piece of shit. This has to be awful. Because you can't watch it. Oh, what's it on? Because you're Jewish. Charter. What? Just, Not on a channel. It's, it's on just demand. On Charter on, on demand. Charter. Well, then why did you add it to the damn list? Because I watched it. Because he could say all this. That's I, why. It's got. It is on demand for Charter only. It got turned down by so many people. Charter bought it for like a penny on the dollar. Was it worth being turned down by? It a- is awful. Is it really your worst show of the year? It it's close. Um, is Jessica Alba and Gabrielle Union still pretty hot? Oh my! The only redeeming quality is Jessica Alba's boobs got way bigger because she's had kids, I guess. But mm-hmm. she is slamming hot, and they're huge, and she runs all the time. And I. <laughs> Say what you want. That's I was like, oh, thank God for this, uh, because the rest of it is so. Do they make it clear bad. that it's in the Bad Boys universe? Yes, in the most. How many of them non- said Mike Lowry? In the most non-clever way <laughs> possible. Does one of them turn to the other and say, oh, "That's how you drive"? I'll get. <laughs> I'll get you Lakers. Or do they say love bad boys? I'll no, get you Laker tickets. Boys. I'm a Heat girl, I, and she's and then I get you Heat tickets. I know a guy. Oh fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Gabrielle. You used to be so hot and amazing, and fuck you now. Do one, does one of them pick up a that phone? That is both a reference to Mike Lowry or to uh, I know, I know, and also her husband, her Dwayne husband, Dwayne. Dwayne. Yes. Uh, at one point, does one of them stand up with a cell phone to their ear, with a spinning camera, and go? Shit just got real. Yes. <laughs> I am going to find I'm going to buy Charter. <laughs> I will tell you one thing, their logo is pretty apparent. Partner up. Yep. I remember seeing the trailer for this. It is awful. The dialogue is so so bad. Wow, how many times How many They're scenes huge, would have been improved by Nelly featuring P Diddy Murph Lee's Shake Your Tail Feathers? Oh my god. If, if they don't cut to every new seed and all you hear is oh <laughs> and the Miami up. airport's on that the plane flies over. God, I can't wait for Bad Boys for life. They're I, filming co- in Georgia. I know, correct, because this is Schleck. 
It is so bad. So it's not on the Lethal Weapon TV series No, level. so, like, uh, <laughs> no. May it rest so in So Gabrielle peace. Union is, like, she something horrible went down while she was undercover. Somebody betrayed her. She, like, evidently got beaten within an inch of her life. That led to her leaving uh, 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 Mike. Uh-huh. Uh, and... Uh, that's about all they kind of give reference to. She's looking for. I forgot she was kind of loving all the Mike wrong Lowry. Yeah, so she's Mike looking Lowry. for like this shadowy figure. Uh, she goes in, then turns out Jessica Alban's doing some shadowy shit behind her back. She may be in cahoots with somebody. If you were to predict, man, it's so bad. Over under fifty percent chance by the end of this season, which is the only season they're going to get. hundred percent. Taylioni shows up. No. Oh, they got to bring her back. She was, no, she's, she's still doing that Madam, Madam Secretary, Secretary money. Well, she's living on that fat cow. Yep. She can slum it. <laughs> she's too good. She is too good. What Madam Secretary her? is too good for this show. <laughs> what was her show initially? The Naked Truth? Yes. Yeah, that was a I show. I didn't hate that show. Man, I... This show is so bad. Then she showed up in Jurassic Park 3. The worst of the Jurassic Park. That's incorrect. Fuck That's you, you're true. wrong. Number two. No. It's so much. Lost That's World is so much two. better than three. No, I said Lost Number Two is the worst. Correct. Yeah, Lost no, World. Is Lost World is so much better garbage. than three. So much. Garbage. There's a talking Velociraptor in three. Uh, there's a gymnast that kicks. Yeah, she's great. You, you want to talk about weird Velociraptor stuff? Do you? Yeah. You want to talk about them doing things they shouldn't be doing? No, nah, he trained them. You son of a bitch. Dang it, You're my boy, those. Blue. I hate every movie, but the original Jurassic World. Or Jurassic yeah, Jurassic World. World. Yeah, the truth Got him. Which, wah, 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 wah. Which, which is, in retrospect, way I'm better. I'm Josh Barnett. <laughs> you just yeah. got Which is way Woo. better in retrospect after watching the piece of shit sequel, did it? Have? Oh, the sequel's not good. I, I tried to defend it. It's not it's good. It's fucking garbage. Anyways, <laughs> just like LA's finest. T- God, it sucks. Bringing it back. Uh, I like it. And finally, on the new shows, What If, a Netflix joint. is uh, Nope. Zellweger. Yeah. As oh, a sexy, face. As is this a, a, is this a Creed biopic? Is this no. Shonda Rhimes? Is this part like her new Netflix? It just feels like a Shonda Rhimes-ass show. It's in decent proposal, the Netflix show. They Shonda Rhimes has in they the show. Do. Shonda Rhimes puts attractive and young people in there. Renee Zellweger is neither. No, the other two the people other two that are, are in totally fit that bill. Correct. They take in their and shirts also, off more often than they should. You see a guy's ass yes. in the first like ten seconds, and it might be a Shondaland. It's Blake Jenner from American Animals and a bunch of other stuff. He's a good looking dude. He is a good. Yeah, that girl animals. is also like a young. It is not Shonda pretty redheaded uh, Amy Smart. Yeah, she's kind of hot. Exactly. Like a young, red-headed Amy Smart. She uh, was just like her. Yeah, she also acts Yeah, Road like Trip. Yes. That's fair. The best Amy Smart movie. <laughs> Probably. So, nutshelling, nutshelling yeah, this, uh, this girl, the Amy Smart knockoff, is trying to kickstart this business. Startup uh, medical company. Startup medical company. Always a good way to try and get funding. So she's, of course, getting shot down by everybody outside of Renee Zellweger's... Um, um, Venture capitalist. Yes, she overhears them talking. Uh, she leaves with her hot boy, like husband. Actually, is a bartender. He works yeah. a couple of jobs. She comes up to him and is like, "Hey, 
I've got a proposition. So essentially, what happens is happens. she's so going to well, she wants to spend the night with her husband and for eighty million dollars to, to back her this company. company. Renee yes. Zellweger is indecent proposaling. Yes. Yes. But it's like insidious. Like there's clearly like she doesn't care about it. it's manipulation. You find out late in the episode like she's been following them. Like she targeted them. Wasn't that Robert Redford? Yes, it was. That's a good movie. Woody Harrelson and Demi movie. Moore. It's a good movie. That's not bad. What do you think about the show? It's okay. I think I'd like it. God, Evan. I'm not going to finish watching it. I am, I think. I'm going to cut it, but it's not bad. Man, Renee Zellweger's kind of hot. She is. be that. No, she is. I'm serious, Josh. Like, for real. This isn't Cold Mountain. She's a lot hotter than she used to be. And I love Cold Mountain, but not because she's hot. Why? I'll tell you why. (laughs) She got hot. She, I mean, I think she's always been hot. She hasn't really dressed appropriately for her level of... Bridget Jones did it for you, Hey, huh? she's still above Renee Young Maybe. in the autofill Google search for Renee's. I mean, Oscar winner, WWE announcer. John Moxley, <laughs> wife. Anyway, um, I mean, man, her being bad is sexy. I, I know, I like it. Her legs look good. They look great. She's had a lot of work on the face. Yes. She doesn't pucker as much as she used to. Cause she can't. She puckers about? the right amount, though. What? That's her. Yeah, she's kind of hot. Especially, I know, if she's kind of evil. Yeah. What did he go do? He beat up somebody. Oh, his... Yeah, I think he beat the shit out of the guy who tried to set his family on fire. I don't know. There was, like, a news clipping article that was fast about some dude got beat up outside a bar and they couldn't find who it was. That was from before. Remember, he had that vision of him beating the shit out of some dude with a oh, beard? okay, so he'd already that done was, it. I think that happened at, mm, after he had got dropped by the Giants as his... But God, this sounds ridiculous. She the looks, more I talk about it, uh, lo- I'm starting to like it. Like a she lot looks like more. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> this is a Riverdale in makeup. This to- is a kind of a river, a cross between a Riverdale and a Dynasty. It really does, is. In this picture, does she not look I like, like those hands together, man? Jennifer Lawrence in <laughs> Renee Zellweger makeup for like a weird biopic. Okay, you're not wrong. Biopic. Um, Fuck you. It's a biopic. Yeah, it's a keep. It's a cut. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it. But I'm going to tell Kristen about it so she can tell me about it later. I'm that's gonna, how I keep up to date with Riverdale. That's fine. I'm going to watch this. That's and, fair. And I think I'm going to really like it. I'm, I'm excited. It seems a guilt. You have so many guilty pleasure shows. There's just, it's just, there's, the no, good shows there's no guilt. Have, it's just pleasure. The good shows have become <laughs> your guilty pleasures now. And now you have those other shows are just your shows. I'm, not, I'm non-discriminate. I watch a lot of shit. You... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start saying that you're calling those shows your stories. The only show that I think could be construed as bad that I really enjoy and I'm still watching is probably The Enemy Within. That got canceled. It did, indeed. See episode two, folks. Maybe Night Flyers off of Sci-Fi? That got canceled, too. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. How's uh, Mr. Mercedes, which is still going? I can't by the way. watch it because it's not on Charter. AT and T Uverse bought it. <laughs> Season three's in September. Jesus, they're already on three. Yes, Brendan Gleeson needs real what, work. What else is what? happening on AT and Uverse? I mean, he needs real work, man. Uh, Brendan Gleeson is too good of an actor to be there. Man, he, that show's good. It was the the episode I watched was great. I just couldn't watch it anymore. We can't find it. The only thing I could watch was that fucking line getting just run over. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, returning shows, Archer. Yeah, Archer. You like it? 
Yeah, I do. What's the theme this year? It's Archer 99. In space, right? In space. Uh, and it's it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, where do I even start? They've had Archer episodes in the past where they were part of uh, ISIS, but the Archer <laughs> ISIS before the terrorist organization I- before ISIS. Before they took that name. Correct. You fuck, That's another reason I hate you sons of bitches. Anyway. Um, that's the reason. Not said, the public beheading. I said another uh, anyhow, uh, they're in space. Um, it's ridiculous. They're space pirates. The the black dude that's in uh, Veep. This is so ridiculous. Um, yeah, the funny with the guy we never know his yes, name. Yes, he is the voice of some weird slime creature that kind of looks like a green Hershey's kiss. Uh, <laughs> Pam is a rock monster for some reason. Uh, I mean, it's the writers for this show have long ago had been like, we can just do whatever the fuck we want. Yes. Here. For the past four seasons, they haven't written anything in canon with the actual show. <laughs> it has all been just all over the place. And it, man, this is delightful. I fucking love it. I laugh my ass off almost the entire time. But there's so many callbacks. One day I'll watch all of Archer. I really will. All right, so good. All right, we'll get a report on that one at the end of the season. Yes. It's very hard to explain unless you know what Archer is. That's fair. At some point. We will talk about the full show of Slasher as well. Season three, it's here. Yeah, let's hear about it. Um, Netflix, right? Yeah, Netflix bought it from the now probably defunct Chiller. Actually, I think it's still going. I think they just actually had one show that got picked up by a streaming network, and they're like, yes, whatever you want. Money. I'm on it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's still going. I think it is, too. Um, Does anybody get chainsawed nuts to top? So it's not... <laughs> But, man, they do in the second season. What a stupid sentence that was. But it's also incredibly it's, accurate. I mean, that's what happened. <laughs> it's not uh, nuts, nuts to, to top, top not Do I have better. a complaint? Yes. It's nowhere near as over the top as the first episode was last year. What? Now, maybe if it stays consistent. Because 2017. Kind of December 31st, 2017. Oh, that's when, they, the that's when they died? Oh, poor Chiller. Now Rest it's in a peace. Net, now it's a Netflix original. Now it's an undead network. I love people like when they claim Netflix. Netflix Netflix original for they things just bought it. Somebody like there was a I was you watching from like a, Lifetime Network is now a Netflix original. Lucifer is a now a next Netflix original. They own that bitch. I saw somebody well, talk uh, about it. They're Arrested like, oh, yeah. Development did it funny. It's it says Netflix original, but they like scratch, scratch out original. That's funny. That is That's funny. the one funny thing about. No, it's still it's still funny, now. just not as funny. I just don't enjoy that show. But yeah, I get that's fine. Uh, Go, Josh. You were making a point, and I interrupted. Go. So slasher. Remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm Josh Barnett. <laughs> Lean into it, baby. So this year it takes place in this, uh, like, it's a it's a uh, apartment building, okay. and I forget the, what they're calling it. The, the second killer. season was in the like Adirondack or some shit. Yeah, so yeah. like uh, mountain snowy cabins. Yeah, and which uh, is the perfect place to set a horror thing. Anything. First season was in like small suburban America. Yeah, it's like a neighborhood. This one is inner city apartment building. Opens up with a awesome. guy at a rave. Okay, uh, clearly a sinning sort of guy. Uh, what sort of guy? He sins a lot. He's a sinner. Uh, I curse uh, you. See him doing drugs. You see him with guys and girls. All this other stuff. Uh, it's clearly establishing, you know, horror trope. He's sinning, so he's, he's bad. Die. Yeah. Um, drugs. Is it really like? Mm-hmm. Do they say Ecstasy. sinning, or is that just what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, yes, they would say it in a much different way. Okay. Uh, I'm just. Uh, you were just throwing me off with that. Is all. This is your probing question. 
I'm trying to this. stay. Inv- I'm trying to stay involved. It's fine. I appreciate you. Anyways, that was a joke. Uh, uh, you appreciated me was a joke. No. Why? No, you missed after I went. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Um, I didn't see that part. Um. So he's going home from the rave. Shady, shadowy figures following him. It's a guy in all black with like a what can only be described as a Watch Dogs Two mask. Yeah, like a LED mask. Yeah. Slash didgeridoo. Um. And he chases him and just stabs the bejesus out of him. Like he stabs him so many times and he never dies. He just keeps running away, <laughs> bleeding more. Just uh, is it an LED light up? He just knife? runs into traffic and gets killed by a car. Oh, the slasher doesn't even no, kill him. No, the class slasher's like. And just walks away. And then, so this crowd comes around, and they clearly use it, the shot, to establish all the people from the apartment building that didn't help this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so you see all their faces. The main character seems to be a, a young Muslim girl, um, okay. and a lot of racial profiling stuff you know, they established. Mm-hmm. There's this horrible, stereotypical, like, really hot high school senior blonde-haired girl. Chuck's already looked up her age. She's good. Oh, she gets naked like crazy in the show. Did uh, I say Chuck? I meant Trey. Yes, correct. Uh, but, like, just hates her because she's Muslim, all this other stuff. They clearly all terrible people. I think only three people die in the opening episode. All of them. The last one, the, the very final kill is the most over the top. I don't really want to spoil it for you. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, but Because that was nuts to top. But the, it, it, nothing touches two. that. It's not as good. Or the... No, that was Scream. Oh, Scream, the wood chipper. It was a good one. <laughs> the uh, also the dude that gets <laughs> in sla- spoiler alert for Slasher season two. Uh, correct. The guy that gets the post hole digger to the oh, stomach. Oh, that's it. That's the post hole digger. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and then, isn't like, that still in se- episode one as well? No, no, no. no that's it's like, like episode four. Yeah, it's five like midway. Um, Wasn't that's that one the really guy that they find his body inside mm-hmm. of that chest. It's essentially liquefied yep. inside of a chest. Yep. Nothing that good yet. Okay. Was it an LED knife, like a rave knife, though? No, it's a mask. <sighs> I want, But I wanted him to stab a, a guy with like a knife that has like pulsating lights they on it. They have a stupid-ass name for him, and it's a year later, and he's back killing people. Uh, he beheads some dude. I don't know. It's So far, I think the second killer is going to be different than the first, maybe. Maybe it's not, but he's so far like only like clearly bad people on the show so are dying. Mm-hmm. Sinners, one might call them. <laughs> yes. Um, we'll see where it goes. I'm. St- it's still slasher. It's not going to be like award winning, but it's fun. Just crap to watch through with hopefully some zany deaths. Uh, if you like it, the other slashers, I'm sure you'll like this. Awesome. All right, Josh. Yes, sir. We're gonna delay Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> One. <laughs> Did you really not finish it? I finished it like a month ago. Oh. I'm just fucking with it. Oh, okay. Yeah! I watched his body go. <laughs> you fucked with me, though, too. He didn't even set me up. Because you don't care as much as him on this. Shit! That was uh, a good joke, and I was out on it. <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about Star Trek Discovery Season 2. Absolutely. Um, what did you guys think? I liked it. It's okay. I like Season 1 better. I do Season think- 1 was Infinitely better. I do think season one is better. I love this as a Trek fan more um, for the reverence that it actually started to show and the things that it started to correct um, in terms of the canon and timeline-wise. I don't think they needed to overcorrect as much as they did, 
but there was a lot of reference to the shows, like the original shows that I really, really appreciated and loved seeing. I loved. It's actually pretty close for me. In between, between season one and seasons. two, yeah, because I'm not as high on one as I think you guys were. I don't know too. I don't know. I, I like the time travel stuff. I love the time travel stuff. I love. I mean, so full spoilers for Star Trek Discovery season two. Um, for me, the fun vibe of this show, specifically that brought about by Pike, um, is Pike was the better best part about the season. show. Um, I thought I liked Pike a whole lot. I think the overall really storyline. I am too. I think we're like months away from getting an announcement of a Pike show as well. I think that if they don't take advantage of the opportunity to get Ethan Peck and Anson Mount and Rebecca Romaine on as like the five year journey and what happened during the Klingon War where the Enterprise was out on their journey and not doing anything, they're absolutely stupid. People want a Pike show more than anything else. Um, and the, the reverence shown in. He lost me during that. Well, they talk about it even in this season. I know it's just it's a lot. To but they did say on. his one regret was that he wasn't like battle hardened. Yeah. So how much could how much action could a battle hardened preview, previous five year season? He, he wasn't upset about not being battle hardened. He was upset about having to sit out the war because Starfleet specifically okay, removed the Enterprise about. from battle. They said stay on your journey, your mission. So I really, I really enjoyed the Red Angel stuff. Did you? I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought the Klingon War stuff was more engaging last year, but I still really liked what they did with the Red Angel this I year. I think if you take out Tilly's ghost story out of this... The ghost story does not I'd help like at all. I'm so glad they didn't bring her back, and I hope they never do. That was one of the worst, like... Parts of a show of, of the, the worst year. episode of Star Trek Discovery so far was the one where they were like halfway in and out. See, of I thought the, the visuals of the episode were great, but the focus on that I don't character care about was the awful. visuals. Yeah, the visuals the awful. story was Suck. garbage. I appreciate that it brought back Hugh that way. Um, oh, that uh, that's one of the problems I have with this season. What bringing back Colbert? Not bringing him back, but the, the relationship from episode four until episode it takes 14. a bit of a leap. It takes forever. Yeah, uh, they God. they do lean into the moodiness of it. I'm glad they got past it. Um, for I me, liked Anthony Rapp a lot more this season than I did I, last. I year. thought he was great, um, even and though he does have a constantly confused look on his face. Yeah, that's just kind of what his face is. As much Correct. as I still don't like Saru, I, I enjoy the storylines they write with him. And Saru I, was great this year. Man. I enjoy his homeworld episode. His homeworld episode is great. Did anybody... Amazing. Did either of you guys watch the short treks? No. I I really wish you had. I also... Um, Does anyone else just struggle anytime he opens his mouth and you see human teeth back there? It's weird. It bothers me, man. I don't even notice it. I see. I can't unsee it. it. Every time he talks, you can... If you look into his mouth, you see Doug Jones' teeth and it bothers the I can't see it at all. That's crazy to me. I normally pick up on that shit. I mean, to me, it's part of his anatomy, but it still looks weird. I think they've done it and that's just... They have... That species has teeth back in there, and like, but for me, I'm like, that's just Doug Jones' teeth, and it's so, weird. <laughs> I will, I will say this: I didn't watch the last two of the short treks, unfortunately. <gasps> Jack Hughes. I know, I'm really upset. <laughs> However, um, the character that was introduced, the queen of that one planet, uh, yeah, 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 she's yeah. from the first short. She trek. was great. Um, I liked her a lot. They introduced that in like a 15 minute episode in between uh, season one and season two with Tilly, yeah, and that's like how her. she knows her. Um, and Tilly's such a good character, and they were like, "Let's fuck you. Let's give you the worst part ever." There is like Saru's origin on his his home planet like and how escape. he leaves yeah. for Starfleet is is one that I didn't watch. I like the villains on his home planet. 
They're great. Yeah. I thought that whole oh, scene was awesome. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's hard to understand what the fuck they. Every thing time was that saying. shit comes out of their head, though, like I just it grosses me the fuck well, out. Good news is they're not there anymore. The threat ganglia are gone. Yeah, that shit um, was awful. I love like, that. I love the idea of them being held down and oppressed so that they don't reach full evolution and lose their. They fear. were oppressed because they were the oppressors. Though, exactly. That's what I love that twist. Uh, it was very that Star was, Trek. Man, as well. that, was a, that was a very good episode. The coolest of the short treks, though, is the one that most likely ties into season three the most because it takes place a thousand years in the future um and yeah, because obviously they're sitting in the future and what they establish they establish like spock does the thing where at the end he says like for safety reasons they have they to never talk about never, any of it so again. that's why we don't we've never heard discovery and, and other trek lore which i well, will also his sister yeah little yeah. heavy-handed <laughs> little yeah. like convenient writing but i'm perfectly okay with well, it because also, now it takes i think they're gonna I, fix it because it's also sci-fi writing. I think. Well, I think they're going to go past where we've been in Star Trek before. Previous. Oh games. yeah, that's absolutely what season three is. And then, and then they'll come back, and then like so, and then Starfleet's going to be like, oh, I don't know. I actually, I don't predict them ever coming back to the normal timeline. I think something happens where they are a part of like canon, and like Starfleet knows about them in the sometime in the future. Whether they actually bring. That within this show, the Picard I don't know. show could tie it in. The That's Section Thirty One show could tie it in. I totally get that, and I could totally see that being a possibility. I'll admit, especially as a Star Trek fan, like I really was fooled in thinking that. And maybe they still do this, but I thought with Leland and Section Thirty One and Control and everything that they were setting up the origins to the Borg. Um, What's the Borg? The Borg are so. Do you ever see the better Star version Trek? of Control? I will say they are better. They are an autonomous species. They basically take over uh, organic life form. They are the ones that you've seen like in Star Trek First Contact. They're all cyborgs, basically. You didn't see the movie at all? No. Okay. Um, they're basically... I watched the J.J. Abrams movie, <laughs> sir. So the Borg is like the big bad, pretty much, in Star Trek, ever since the next generation on. They assimilate... Anybody they come across. It sounds a lot like control. Yes. So they use nanotechnology. They impregnate anybody that they come across or they just destroy them. Their catchphrase essentially is resistance is futile, which they make a very heavy handed reference to. The first episode you see the nanotechnology in Leland. Like, I totally thought that was what was going to happen. Um, they also. That would have been so much better. The rumor was that, or the story Sorry, in no, like no, the no, additional no. books. <laughs> is that the Borg were created like hundreds, if not thousands of years ago in a totally different quadrant of space. So when time travel started getting involved in this show, I thought they were going to essentially try and take Leland as far into the future as they could and some sort of mistake would happen and they would go into the past and spore jump out to as far away as they end up being from the origin. They didn't end up doing that. Um, Well, they can do it as much as they want I know, in the future in the rest of the star trek universe i was like oh, oh this yeah is- convenient and nice yeah. and fun um i don't know man for me the talos 4 episode was my favorite episode the of tv i've seen to, in like, a long the time old trek episode yeah the fact that they opened with a 54 a 54 year like previously on super cool that whole episode was cool too, man. I thought I the Talosians looked great. That doesn't know jack shit about Trek. I had to start texting Josh. I was like, <laughs> "What's happening? <laughs> Something cool?" Yeah. yeah, I was like, "I get that this is cool, but I don't understand." Even like, if you don't all, watch anything just, else, just imagine if in fifteen years there's a new Chuck show, and at the beginning of one of the episodes, it shows him meeting Sarah for the first time with the Vicky Vale stuff. That's what essentially just 100%. happened. Like, and it's really, really cool. I also thought that um, 
the casting of Anson Mount was fucking spot on. He was the best part of the show. Man, he was, he was really, really, really and good. George Joe still sucks. The way that they did oh, the she's whole... Um, she's less terrible this she, season. She is less she, terrible this she's season. She's terrible. I thought she was fine in the first season, but anyway. The, the way they did the, his whole chair thing, and like that's what that character ends up being in the, in the regular uh, original series show, and the way they like... Hinted at it, but didn't show it actually happening, and like all of that, I thought was really fucking cool. And what the effects on Spock? it were cool. I liked Spock. I think he is a weird man when you look at him without a beard. His face has bones that aren't supposed to be there. It, I mean, so does Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, but nowhere near the same. It I, was very close. I, I thought like, it was. he's got a lumpy. I did head. not like his look after he shaved. Oh, I thought it was awesome. I like, love ha- that part. I mean, not, I would having, get used to it in a heartbeat. Not having anything to do with how he looks in compared to Leonard Nimoy, I just don't like his face. <laughs> I thought the chess scene between him and Burnham was you know, great. That's, we do. Um, that's fair. I just didn't notice it because I was like, wow, that looks like, did you like a his young acting? spot. I thought he yeah. was good. He was fine. I thought he was good too. Like, I guess he was just different than I expected. He was totally a different Spock than what we'd expect. I think if we got the show that you know I want to see, we would have a more traditional Spock. Um I just, like, yeah, I still really loved it. The reason I think I like season one more is there's a couple shows this year that I think are in contention for my, like, number one overall show. There was nothing within a fucking light year of Discovery season one for me. I still loved it. I couldn't turn it off. I thought the episode Project Daedalus, the one where um, Robot Chick dies, I thought was fantastic. Oh, that episode um, was real good. That was the one Trey said he didn't understand why I liked it as much as I did. Trey's been weird on TV this year, man. He really has. He's dead to us. Yeah, you Move know what? On. That's right. Move on, indeed. Um, can't wait. Can't wait for that sh- show to come back. Can't wait for the Picard show. Um, all of it. Give me every- all the Star Trek they're making right now. I'm so happy with it. The CBS All Access. Star Trek. <laughs> I refuse to cancel my subscription because I don't want there to be a month that I'm not paying for Star Trek to come back on TV. Oh, and then maybe they'll have something else eventually that is worthwhile. Yes. But not $1. No, not one dollar. Not uh, strange angel. What is the APB one? The um, APB. It's not called APB. APB Bio. No, the um. <laughs> uh, no, the one with um, Tim Meadows. The new one? Not the no, new one. No, no, no. Okay, uh, I know. I don't know the name of it, but yes. I watched one. A servant protect or something like that. I didn't that. watch it. I watched one episode. It was bad. Nobody cares. Okay, so I have two fingers. And two major problems with this show, and then one thing that was great. Okay. One, there wasn't any fun one-off shows this season, like the Harry Mudd stuff. I know you don't like Rain Wilson, but those those two particular episodes last year broke up the very serious tone of the show and had a couple of really fun episodes that that had nothing to do with the story. I I, I understand that, too. I thought that it ended up being a part of the overarching story. The Saru. The Saru episode at first, I was like, that was a one-off, and I liked it. It wasn't fun like that, but I was like, oh, that was just a cool... I missed the... Because even Trek, like, Next Generation stuff had... Even almost entirely. Like, almost entirely, the Trek has traditionally been non-serialized. Yeah, there's a couple of episodes It wasn't until Deep Space Nine that they went into hard serialization. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I had a problem with was the fact that every episode, something was insurmountable, and then one person says, wait a minute, what if we did this? That's Star Trek. That just might work. It was not that way in season one, and you were full of shit. No, I, I agree with you there. That wasn't the way they handled it in it season one. every episode. 
I was like, wrong. I've seen this. The previous 13 episodes of the season. However, that battle was amazing. The last episode. It is awesome. Was so Between good. that and the Orville space battle in the Kalon episode. That was, that's fucking like, I agree. A, like a flip book. I agree. To this. this was so on another level. All this the was spaceships Star coming Wars, off and like. Game of Thrones level. Everything was fucking going crazy. It was insane. I was when like she, staring at my TV going, oh. It was when so she good. like jumps out into space and goes like right over the dish of the Enterprise. Yeah. And, there's and she's like, like this, fucking like, space flying cocoon, and shit. The cocoon of like this protective the, shell the of, drill of ships basically oh my god it was real so fucking cool good. it was real real cool man that was awesome it was awesome i also like the episode where they went to like the town oh that's actually yeah past. again yeah, if yeah, it didn't yeah, end yeah. up playing into the red angel storyline that was another like that was a very trekkie and like oh, side project episode from, uh umbrella academy yeah, yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> the girl that falls in love with Hazel. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. She was the leader. She was old mother. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Umbrella Academy. Watch it. Deadly class. I'm Josh Barnett. I am. <laughs> you need to watch that and Love, Death, and Robots. I do need to watch those. Uh, All right, let's move on. That was fun. It was fun. Yes. Now we're going to have fun. Okay. Let's talk about the magicians. Oh, I'm not ready. Well, let's maybe have fun. Man. What a fucking gut punch. I will say, and judge me all you want for anybody else, no character death in television ever has affected me as bad. Did you see it coming at all? I did. Uh, so, unfortunately. Is it skinny gay guy? Oh, Elliot? Yeah. No. No, Elliot no. will never die. It's Elliot the main can never spoilers. die. Yeah, they killed off Quentin, uh, the main the character. The main character dies. Oh, who cares? But he'll be he'll be back. He, I mean, no, that, they that, he won't. They've the already said he won't. The lady with the big giant hooters, she came Man, back. She, she has died. huge boobs. They're Alex huge. Died. Um, no, they've already done. said multiple times, they've come out and said they would not do that to this character. Jason um whatever his name is, I can't remember his last name, is off the show. Um they said they're so not doing any sort of timeline thing or anything. So there was I suspected, like, from the episode where it jumps down to the underworld where original Penny is. Yeah, Penny and, 40. Which that episode is, like, the side, I think it's called Side Effects or Side yeah. Character. And he side goes. Boob. And he talks about, like, how this story isn't what you think it is. And it's kind of meta. And he's like, the people you think are side characters are really who you need to be following because they're changing the world. And that's, you know. And I was like, okay, they're trying to tell us something. And then at the end, you know, he gets promoted in his underworld department, and he goes, and it's like uh, secrets to the grave. And he clearly, they pull like Red Dead move, and like you know, somebody's gonna one of the main characters yes. gonna die. I, for me, I thought it was Quentin. For me, I pretty much knew for sure when he went back to season one and Mayakovsky, right. and he found out his discipline finally. Um, magical repair. Yeah, and I was which like, uh oh. Yeah, like I knew for sure. I also. Thank you, YouTube algorithm, but got force-fed um, a video that Get said- Get off YouTube! It just said, the magician's take on me, uh, tribute to Quentin Coldwater, and I was like, oh no. Oh fuck, that sucks for you, because um, I had no idea it, that was coming. So that scene is- I feel no sympathy. The reason why this is probably my favorite season of The Magicians is, one, they did a really good job of explaining to me 
how the show goes on without the main character. I, the whole season before that, I thought I was like, Margot was kind of the lead this year. She was also great. She fucked Josh just to help him not kill somebody through lycanthropy. Yes, yeah, she and became did. a werewolf. Now she loves him. And she sang Twisted si- or uh, White Snake for a whole episode. Margo and Josh are the best. They really are. He was a goldfish. She took her <laughs> elf eye out to just watch him so he didn't die. God, I love the show. It's so great. I thought they did a great job with Katie's character and moving her forward in terms of wanting to be more independent. Katie's my least favorite character. I agree, but I thought mile. they did a really good job with her. Margot was great. Elliot and being trapped the whole season. Margot said back. Jesus Christ based on the novel Push <laughs> Yes, he did. <laughs> and I broke when she um, said that. I legit, though, at about 2 o'clock in the morning when I finished this episode, the, the final episode of the season... I wept hard. And then I went online, and I was like, is he coming back or not? And the first headline was, are magicians showrunners on why that thing in season three or season four will not be reversed? And I read an entire long-form interview, and they were like, there's no alternate timeline, Quentin. It's too good of a send-off, man. This death was needed for the progression of Elliot's character. Um, The end of it? Oh, wait, no, never mind. That's a different person. I'm sorry, I'll stay out of this conversation. Okay. Ellie and Quentin, two different people. <laughs> um, for me, like, especially like going down to the underworld, and first of all, when he just, the elevator door opens and Penny Forty is there, and he's just like, oh shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> what did I do? And like, for me, the writing, it was so perfectly like, magician. The existential crisis he has right there is really good. Oh, the, when he's talking and he's the going over what about, happened, like, and his suicidal yeah, thoughts. Yeah, wait, all that. when he looked at Penny, and like, I'm getting sad right now, <laughs> he was like, did I do something brave to save my friends or did I just finally find a way to kill myself? Right. I lost it. Yeah. I fucking lost it. He the was... only way that I see him coming back is the final episode and he is there the to underworld. greet everyone as they die in their lives. Yeah. Um, and bring them to the underworld. It's so perfectly magicians that it ended on a take on me song sung by everybody because everybody's a good this singer. This show has so much music in it. It really does and I love it. And every season has, adds more to it and it's amazing. It's the only redeeming quality about Katie is she can <laughs> fucking... She can sing like a motherfucker. <laughs> yes, she can. But when Elliot comes in and, they and he starts that. singing... <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he was uh, Margot's like, yeah, Margo's like insecurity. Seriously, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um... But when he, when Elliot comes in, being like dragged by Margot, basically, and he starts singing "Take on Me," oh, I, I, I was like, yeah. cried so hard. Oh, I was crying at work today, and I was like, "Please, <laughs> God, to let my dad walk in my it office." Was so bad, but I loved every moment of that. This would season. be an interesting conversation. It would have been real bad, <laughs> real bad. Um, um, I would have yeah, liked to I, heard that. Story. I am very intrigued as to where they go from here. Somehow um, Margo and Elliot time jump. Yeah, that that ends on like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what's what are you talking the about? Dark, that was a thousand years ago or whatever. Three hundred, the Dark Ruler, and I took over. Who it from, is holy shit. So Finn Go doesn't know how to use the rabbits, and when that rabbit jumps in, it's like monster here, Fillory, come, and they're like, who the fuck was that? And then another one falls out of nowhere. Finn, Finn. sorry. <laughs> I oh god I was laughing so hard. Also, oh, anytime the rabbits talk with that raspy like smoker, hey! voice, it makes me I laugh. It's like the fucking dog sneeze. sneeze. <laughs> and I love dogs. I laugh every time. Josh being the like crazy chef who's trying to like usher peace in. What to, a good add to the show, man! Like Josh, Josh, Josh being Holberman, main character, like love it because it didn't really happen till last year. Also, love they brought back the creepy pervy ghost. 
Right? Um, uh, yeah, from when Penny was just kind of in between. Uh, I, I loved I loved all the stuff with Elliot in his own mind. And I like, think Todd might take a step forward. In Todd, show. really? Yeah, I could see him being in it more. I loved also... So Alice is leader of the library now? I guess. Or I don't really know what's happening there. I really like that they brought... The, um, the dean in or the principal or whatever for the death scene as well. Oh, and man, when he everybody's, starts singing. Everybody's flashback, too, of, like, the important moments with Quentin, like, when Margo gave him the crown and then she burns the crown and when he's, like, signing the admissions form or whatever bills, and he burns yeah. it for break bills, like, the egg from Penny and... Is just, the Beast back? No. Uh, well... Oh, man. No, no the Beast isn't Martin back, Ch- but, yeah, um... What's his name? The author of the Fillory books is there. Yeah, anyway. The dude who molested the kid who became the Beast. Yeah, he came back from the um, first season. It's To me, it's very daring of this show, the way that they do tackle certain subjects. Ooh. The fact that there's pretty much one episode every year that they're going to end with either some support hotline or something about, like, because they deal with some heavy-ass shit. Anytime they talk about suicide. Because yeah, they, they were very worried, there. like, they were very worried fans were going to take the um, Quentin death at, and his subsequent, like, thinking about it too much as like glorifying suicide glorifying suicide but it very much um, does they handled it in a very smart way and him especially being like if you have any doubts moving forward like i don't know what to do for you basically you touched all, all these people's lives you made their lives not just god you know, it was it was it fucking was brilliant tv very well written it was very well acted from the moment when quentin was having to scream at the flight to do uh, why fillory why he loved fillory and the oh, idea yeah. of fillory like i almost teared up at that one because we all have, like, as people, like... We oh, like I want to go to Hogwarts. Like, we like nerdy shit, and that, like, really matters to us, I think, in ways that, like, people that don't like geeky stuff just don't get. Yeah. Like, people don't get how what Lord of the Rings means to you personally. People don't get what Midworld and Roland mean to me personally. Yeah, if you I know? went to the set of the Shire, I would literally cry. Yeah. Like, I would just be walking around crying and, like, hugging round doors. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it spoke to me. It was for a sci-fi show, which has always been pretty well acted. Was and Quentin, who I've never thought was a like amazing he was actor, way good. better this he, year. He, when he had to nail it, he did. The only complaint I have, and it made sense for the story, but Elliot's always been my favorite character, and he was not in it almost he's, at all. Yeah, he's barely in the scene. I also kind of like Monster whole, Elliot, though. I thought he was. He grew on me. Man, and he, like, found the broken girl who was sick outside of the hospital or whatever and, like, wanted to use her body to, like, bring his sister back. And then the whole Julia. Like, I thought Julia was great this season as well. Much better. I thought she's been a wet blanket previously. Um, I didn't like the whole goddess storyline from season three. Yeah. I didn't. This one, that, what they did with it. What this they did year with it this time, I, I liked it a lot more. I liked that they, you know, bucked the trend and it was Penny in her instead. I don't know if I like Alice, or if I just I like looking at Alice, like Alice a lot. She's definitely whiny. That was the worst part. There was a lot of people upset that they, some people, and I know you're gonna roll your eyes at this, and I agree. Probably hard, but they got real upset that they killed Quentin after everything that happened, and base and the fact that he got back with Alice because they said it was playing into the. Um, hide your gay away trope because um, oh because they the, acknowledged the, it though I agree uh, I think that Quentin that actually was, was just, one of the best parts of the season yeah, I, I thought, thought Quentin was just fluid and like he just he was pansexual not yeah pansexual, well, like, but bisexual if anything he had Elliot, strong feelings for Elliot and he all tells sexual him, he's like we know it works we had fifty years of this we know why can't we give it a shot and he said because you're not gay 
uh, you know, where they don't actually come. But he's like, because you're not. And he's like, does it matter? You know, yeah, I don't know what pansexual means. That's kind of what people like took uh, umbrage like with. Peter Pan? But like, they finally got back, especially once he got back together with Alice, which, by the way, super appreciate the introduction of Alice in the past when it was just her in her underwear. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you're Old the school best. magicians. You're the best. I so love awesome. you so much. Marry me, younger Reese Witherspoon, with way bigger tits. Oh, you'd, you'd she also has a hundred percent less, less lump. lump. Yeah, I know where it went. It all went to her boobs. Correct. They're so big. Welcome to the Free for All podcast. I'm sorry, I'm a male, and she They're has really big. huge boobs. How does she, how does she not fall over? I don't know. She, um, this is my this is one of my butt. absolute favorite shows I've ever watched, and one of my favorite shows on TV currently. Oh, it, 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 easily in the discussion for me for my number one show of the year. It, it's a surefire top ten show for me. Yeah, this like, is just that good. This also, is one I, of the five shows that's kind of a lock for my top five. Oh, uh, the dragon! I love when dragons appear because they never talk like you think they're going. They to. lick an egg it's and so go crazy. They go baby funny. crazy over a dragon. Oh, God, what do they call him? Uh, Falcor. Yeah. When, it, when Quentin is like possessed and they she runs away, he goes, "You give me back Falcor! I lost it." It's the only thing I've genuinely liked. Uh, what's her name in? I can't remember her name. All of a sudden, uh, the, from the guild. Yeah, she's done. Uh, she does a bunch of nerdy shit, but I can't remember. She Alicia has Day. Has, yes. yes. She also has. Huge I shit. contributed. Thank you. To magicians talk. Dancers. Market an hour and four minutes. Uh, so good. Damn near perfect ending. One of the best endings to a character I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I think it's it hurts that they're not going to bring back like Timeline 22 or something like that, Quentin, but I'm also okay with it because I think it would lessen what like, happened. I'm with you. I wanted him back, but when I, in contents to the, what that meant to the character, he shouldn't come and back. And they, they made the other characters stronger in his absence and stronger because of his presence. Like I'm very intrigued to see what this show looks like without him because he did kind of take a back seat for the majority of this season. He did. They were prepping us for it. And they also oh. do, to your point, have to prove that not everybody just comes back from death because so far yes they absolutely literally everybody that matters has died and come back also marina got way hotter yes she did or they just started letting her wear leather pants all the time the earlier the season episode with the magic card game was awesome it was cool i was like that card game's badass i love it was like an ocean's 11 scene it was so fun it was no it was like um now you see me almost yeah that was kind of like quinn's big moment really fucking cool yeah i don't know it was Awesome. I, lo- I love this universe, and they- I love that $2 they- $2, she'll be back. They worked with the- I'll take that bet. <laughs> they worked with show. the uh, writer of the books and basically saying, like, are you okay with us killing your main character? And he, he like, worked with them throughout the whole season and everything. they're past the books, They're right? way past the books at this point. There's only three books, I think. Yeah. I would like to read those one day. Yeah, I, I would, too. I'm very interested if I would enjoy it as much, because apparently it's very, very different. Interesting. All right, let's move on. Yes. Uh, that's all the finished shows. Let's talk about a few movies real quick. Yes, sir. Uh, let's talk about Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, or you can talk about Aladdin, I think. Have you seen it? I have. Okay. What'd you, you think, talk Chuck? about Aladdin? I thought it was fine. I thought it... No spoilers. It took about <laughs> half an hour for it to find its footing because uh, it does start off differently, and there are some aspects in the beginning that are much different than the animated movie. However, they had to do that because it's live action and not animated. For instance, One Jump takes place with Princess Jasmine. At and the not same time, yeah. Him and Naboo. 
Uh, so they kind of progressed. They had to because of the other stuff. I didn't um, hate that, although it's my favorite song in the original, and I would have preferred it to be kind of closer to the that's original. Your favorite song? Oh, I love One Jump without question. Wow. You're the, I mean, you're there's the a only couple people who are like that. You and Rob. I hate no. I hate to say the other name because Evan's gonna be mad, but Tim Geddes. <laughs> Wasn't he a catcher for the Braves at one point? He's not that fucking cool. Okay. Um, uh, anyhow, um, the rest of it was great. Will Smith was fantastic, way better than I thought he was going to be. Even after people told me how good he was, he was still really, really good. I like they added um, they added a song with a reprise of the song for Jasmine specifically because that girl can fucking sing. Yeah, Naomi Scott can sing um, real well. She's actually a singer turned actress. The reprise of that uh, song is real good. Like it is. Real because yeah, the first time they bring it up is like it's almost like in reverse of one of one I jump told, where I told Kristen it was like a pre-prise. It's not a reprise. It really was. Like the, like the main song was the second part of it, and the reprise was really the in the beginning. Because yeah, you know the reprise of like one jump where he's like riff raff street red like all yeah, of that. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. basically that in reverse where it starts with her speechless song. The scene with speechless was weird to me. Where everybody was disappearing? Yeah, like it was kind of a temper tantrum thrown, but I mean, I loved the song. It was just, I, I, I took it as it was, like a kind of a dream sequence that turned into She's something. so more. angry, and we've all been that way where we're angry and like, God, I wish I could do this or say this or should have said that. And that's essentially what it is, but in song form. I, I've, I've heard people like it way more than the song added for Beating the Beast, which I still haven't seen. I don't remember that song that was added. Oh, Anyhow, okay. um,. Jafar was probably my worst, my least favorite part of this movie. He was too timid, I think, a little meek. They made him more of a con man than uh, nefarious. Well, he didn't have a demeanor that put forth a um, a villainous facade. Yes, he wasn't menacing at all. He reminded me of kind of like a a more tame Michael Mando, um, but Far East instead of... South American. Uh, anyhow, uh, overall, it was really good. Some of the the song remixes were a little off putting because they were more like modern than just a lot the of classic. drums. A lot of drums it, in the it was remixes. also synth drums. It wasn't yeah. like actual drums. It was it was very obvious. But a lot of people won't be able to tell that. I I, I really liked it. I, I actually liked it a little bit more than uh, the the Beauty and the Beast live action. Um, but only mainly because of Will Smith. I really liked what they did with the genie at the end too. Yeah, it was interesting. It was an interesting callback to the beginning of the movie. So, and I liked his motivation for wanting to be like free and human more, and like the relationship they built there. I thought that the chemistry between everybody pretty much was great. I thought they did way better with the Sultan this time around. I didn't like Iago. Oh, the fact that he that was... it was just like a... Talk, I mean, I, he obviously was saying what he wanted, but the fact that they just made it like parrot repeating things instead of an actual talking parrot. I don't know. I would I have mean, preferred it better. how much tonally would that have changed if he was a talking... Very similar to the, the differentiation between the bumbling cartoonish sultan in the cartoon and the actual serious actual sultan of the movie yeah if you would have had like this gilbert godfrey ridden just smart ass 
parrot, it would have like thrown. It would have been a glaring. I would have preferred. Oversight. I would have preferred that to the fact that they went back to the trope of Iago was just perched on a fucking ledge near everybody talking like fifteen times in the movie. That kind of got a little old for me. Um, I really liked their remix of A Whole New World, though. I thought that those two have really good chemistry together. Oh, they fucked. Um, they probably did. Breaking news, and it's bad. Oh, no. Sci-Fi just canceled Deadly Glass. <gasps> what the fuck? It says they're searching for a new home for it. Please. Hulu. Amazon. Anything. Amazon's perfect for that. That's fucking insane. How, wow. how much they'd does that show cost to produce? It. I don't know. They had already renewed it. The sci-fi about to start selling off pieces? I don't know, man. That just floored me. That. Let's end the show. I'm sad. Sorry to cut in on that, but considering how much we like the show, I had to throw that out there. That really, really sucks. AMC would be good to pick it up, but. Please don't go to AMC. It's gonna it needs ha- to be. It's going to have to be on some place. Streaming. Be to, yeah. yeah, it's got to be able to curse and everything. Class and we don't care. Happy. Both of those. And they renewed Magicians shows. for like two more seasons. I'm like really worried now. It sounds like Sapphire might be starting to sell off pieces. Who owns them though? Doesn't no. It's Comcast Universal. Yeah. They have a ton of money, but they're also like kind of repositioning what where they're standing. They're about to do streaming service and all that. Uh, I don't know, yeah. man. That sucks. Disney Plus. That is not. They'll never be on <laughs> Disney. Uh, and I, it won't go to Hulu most likely. I don't. Although they still technically have a stake, they just have no creative control. I can see it on Netflix. I hope. Netflix. That's that's a good home for it. Uh, Amazon too. Amazon. Cinemax. I could see, but they don't do that. I mean, that's owned by HBO. HBO. I don't think is going to buy it. They're kind of. They do their own thing. They rarely buy canceled shows. In fact, I don't know if they've ever done it. Yeah. Showtime. Huh. Ooh, FX. That'd be okay. FX place. could make it work. And FX also owned by Disney now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I, but I mean, Disney's they not like, afraid of having a wing of their. No, it's not that. Yeah. I just don't think that Disney is in. Inter- I don't. Th- I don't think that they. But are I mean, looking they have for that. Shit, They'll have shit like Archer on there still, and Fargo and shit like that. The, I mean, Disney tends to have their interest in one comic book universe. Is my point. If they're going to do that, they're going to pull from Marvel and promote I mean, more Marvel. This is. For better or worse, I think I just, Marvel to me is like a different thing. That's like comparing. NBC and you know it's devastating uh, is basically okay. yeah I mean it's Image Comics which is nothing like DC or yeah or Dark Horse yeah. or any of that stuff it's just it's kind of a thing like most people who have probably seen Deadly Class on Sci-Fi have zero don't idea. even know it's a comic aside from the animated sequences even then they probably be like oh they set this up like it's a comic book yeah. they don't know that there's man it sucks that's that's real fucking depressing. Yeah. Well, now that I've brought the mood down, let's talk about some other movies. So Aladdin okay. sounded like it was... It's a fun movie. It's definitely worth watching, and you know me, I wasn't excited for it Yeah, at it's all. doing very well. Uh, Good for him, man. Wise. I mean... At least it, until Lion King comes Yeah, out. Lion King is going to make it look like it did very poorly. Lion King could very well be the second biggest movie of the year. I probably won't beat Star Wars, but I think I think it's it. got a shot. Also, Frozen will have a shot at that, too. Man, is it Frozen's hypocritical to say that I'm excited for Lion King? No. No, I mean, it's different. Whatever gets you invested, man. I'm really excited for that. Uh, Josh has stock that needs to go up. I'm Josh Barnett. (laughs) Let's talk about Booksmart. 
Okay. Fuck. Yes. This movie is so funny. Let's talk I've... about one of the funniest movies in a decade. <laughs> it's real funny, man. Yeah, I'm here. Left. You're going to have to deal with it. We laughed so hard. God, you just came out of fucking nowhere. She was great. Everyone in this movie was great. Oh, it's something weird. Carrie Fisher's daughter. Uh, Billy Lord. That's it. She is amazing. This is easily the best role, even over the first season of Scream Queens. She's she's probably the worst part of Scream Queens in season one. With her earmuffs? Yeah. Which is an homage to Princess Leia? Yes. Uh, Yes. Which one was Carrie Fisher's daughter? Billy Lord, she's the like rave girl that kept. They're like, "How did you oh, get here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. The very first thing she's laying on top of the. Everybody, quiet down. She was fantastic. It was so fantastic. As was her friend slash boyfriend. That guy is the best man. He I want that so shirt. Much. He's funny and literally everything he I does. Also I want that shirt. Yes. <laughs> God, I. We should all only wear that on the podcast. <laughs> I would be had. in. The meta-ness of that shirt is so fucking great. Everything was funny about this. Both the girls killed it, I thought, as upcoming actresses. Oh, yeah, Uh, they were both great. The bigger girl, uh, I hate to say, I don't know how to describe it. One's bigger than the other. Uh, She was in Neighbors 2. Didn't Also very good in that that movie. I I didn't like Neighbors 2 as much as I wanted to either. Uh, I'm not talking about the movie. I know. I'm talking about how she did in that movie. And Beanie, she's very good. Bernie Feinstein is her name. One of those. It's either Bernie or Beanie. It's weird. That's uh, him. Uh, Fuck you. JD. <laughs> um, and I don't know the smaller girl's name. Uh, she was great, though. Young Ellen Page. No, I feel she's got more of a... What's that chick who's the lead in... Uh, shit, I also forgot that. Under the Dome? No, the girl who's in... Uh, <laughs> no! American Gods. The skinny girl with Emily Browning? Boots. Yeah, it's Emily Her. Browning. Except for not the worst. <laughs> she's a better actress... But the, the way that they talk and look are very, very similar. Man, even like things that would have annoyed me in other movies, like they're over dancing, like when they first introduce them, man. or the way they react to each other being dressed up for the party, and like how they were like, "Oh my god, why can't I see? You're so stunningly blinding to me." Like the way they pulled that off was so fucking charming. At the end of that, when. Like the lesbian fall in love kind of thing, and she's Her in the window, just in the window, window and like, huh? huh? Just, huh? She's like freaking the fuck out. It was perfect. Panda slap. <laughs> um, um, for the, me, the porn over the, the, the radio, porn was man. really funny, but it was nowhere near because it was just as funny when he starts singing Alanis uh, Morissette. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That kid is so I fucking funny. I missed the real Neil so much. Died. The murder mystery party. Oh my god! <laughs> and the fact that even there, Carrie Fisher's daughter showed up. Like yeah. how? <laughs> Every just, time it was so. My god! Funny. It's one of the most surprising. It's it's in strong contention for my number one movie of the year. Good on you, Olivia. Wilde. God, it was so good. She's hot and talented, right? And who knew? I mean, you know, Jason Sudeikis is a lucky man. True story. Are they really fucking? They're married. <gasps> They're married, yeah. Oh, my God. They have a New York loft that, What's up with that? Yeah. He What's also fucked everyone that? in Hollywood, evidently. Evidently, like, he was, like, a great lay, and, like, uh, women love him because he's funny. So what you're saying is Olivia Wilde is a lucky lady. Is that why yeah. Pete Davidson always gets girls? He must have He's got, like, dick. fucking, like, this. <laughs> yeah. You're not lying. Because he can get any woman. And he is any woman. butt-ass ugly. He's funny. And he, he looks like a skeleton the with too much skin. Cock. 
He also or a negative version, like a picture of a normal person. Yeah. But he's really I funny. Really, I really like Pete Davidson, but I don't understand how he just lands all the ass that he does. I mean, Ariana Grande kind of told us in that song, though, that he's straight up hung, though. Yeah, and then he got Kate Beckinsale as a rebound. What man, the fuck, man? She could li- like, literally be his mom. Yes. Yeah. But she's and smoking hard. <laughs> That's on that Pornhub's <laughs> top ten search. Pete Davidson fucked by mom. Damn you and your incest. Anyway, hey! go, go see Booksmart. It's step in. Really, really, really funny. Really it's funny. fantastic. It's one of my absolute favorite movies of the year. Let's also talk about, same weekend, Brightburn. Okay. Fuck yeah, Brightburn. Yeah, Evil Superman. And Evil Justice League, which, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Evil Justice League is what I'm going to call them. Every time he says that, you say it was Crime Syndicate. Crime Syndicate. Thank you. What'd you guys think? You guys- uh, this movie was the best. Why? Because I got Chico sticks in it. <laughs> I showed up and Chuck was like, oh, I got a gift for you. And he gave me a bag of Chico sticks. And I started liking Chuck that day. That was the day. <laughs> Coconut <laughs> peanut butter glory. That was the last. This and movie's fantastic. Day happened. This movie is very, very good. Um, Great straight up horror movie. It, it is. was a horror it movie. It is a horror movie, man. That cop blew up. He disintegrated. He touched the ground and just splattered. It's not as good as that dude's jaw after the car gets Oh, dropped. my God. I forgot. That was, was, that was, was also so kind of like that Swamp Thing scene. Yes, it was. Except this guy was alive, dude. Yeah, I was, was like, the what happened? I myself watching it. I just went, ooh, <laughs> like out loud. Here's a tip. If your car is falling from the sky. Push back on the steering wheel as best you can. And don't scream because that's what happened. The steering column went like, into his your mouth. Your face is going to get bisected by your steering wheel. Turn your uh, head. Don't just stare death in the face, man. Or invest in airbags. At least go, ooh. <laughs> also, didn't you, who'd you ask me? Mid, oh, you thought uh, it was Kate Hudson midway through uh, the movie? Yeah, the, that the girl sister? is like her like stunt double or like something. Like younger, way younger stunt double. Kay Hudson's. I like the guy that plays that plays his dad. Uh, <laughs> oh, from the office. Yeah, the dude from I the like office. That guy. I don't know why. She, I just he cheated on Pam, so he does. Well, Pam yeah. kind of sucks. So he got laser eyed in the face until it exploded. Sucks. Jim's too good for her. Jim is too good for Pam. Let's be honest here. That's fair. He does. She have let years him of- on for years. I've been recently going through the office. Yeah, you have. Stuff. It's okay. Yeah, anyway. it's pretty much accurate. <laughs> Parks and Rec. Creed's better. great. Parks and Rec I, is better. Thing. Um, Ron Swanson. Just everything on Parks and Rec is better than The Office, and I like The Office. Uh, Except for Andy. So yeah, I really like the I like the lore of it. I like how they set up like he can only be hurt by his little spaceship thing, and then it didn't fucking matter. Yeah, nope. I love that they like totally set up that payoff, and then nope, he caught her hand, flew her up into space, and just dropped her ass. Yeah, he <laughs> He's did. Like, oh, here's an airplane. I've got an idea. God, Man, what a so great cool. dark ending. And like then just setting up with the found footage. and Please let us get a world, which we're not because it hasn't made enough money. But God. I oh, would... no. it's made, I mean, it was like, its budget was like 3 or $6 million. And it's made like $30 million worldwide. Like uh, It's definitely made a lot of money back already. I hope so. God. I the director don't... is actually being interviewed on, call, on today's episode of Collider Live. I'll let you know what I hear. Okay. You do that. I'll, that's that's hardcore reporting. Think it's made enough critically, financially, demand. or demand for that, especially uh, foreign uh, markets, to necessitate. Them, a te- yeah, te- teasing 
Directly Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, Martian Manhunter. Man well, indirectly Man Martian Manhunter and Flash. It's just so cool. Like their take on it. And not like Red Sun, like he landed in Russia instead of America. This is just he Even lands. Red Sun, it's he Ultraman. wasn't like evil, evil. Yeah, he this is, is just evil. This is yeah. Ultraman. Yes. Yeah. Which is just fucking evil Superman. Except with a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> I'm Superman over here. Hey, you know. I was thinking of the. Uh, I got the laser vision and all. Hey. Uh, what's the Freedom Fighters version of Ultraman? The comic yes. that we're reading? I've only read the first. Spoilers Ultraman comes in. Like Ultraman, Ultraman? He is the Nazi secret weapon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit, that comic is the best. <laughs> it's really good. Oh my god. Oh man, that I comic. I need to read really Freedom good. Fighters. <laughs> I'm like six ep- uh, episodes. Comics behind. Uh, it's really good. I love that comic. It's so crazy. Yeah, Jesse Owens is. <laughs> yes, he is. And Uncle Sam Uncle is Sam. real. <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah. Also, go see Brightburn. Uh, and then finally, uh, let's close out the week talking about uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Good you know. Did you watch this yet, Chuck? Yes, I have. You did. Oh, okay. I took Trey because he would not let me not. Fair thoughts. Um. People who bitch about, or back up, people who bitched about too much character exposition in the first Godzilla movie that are complaining about not enough character exposition in the second Godzilla movie can suck a giant Godzilla-sized dick. Who's, that? Who's complaining about not there, enough exposition? There have been a, that's They're all over stupid. The there was way too much of that really bad story. I actually love the story in the lore. Regardless, I am not into a Godzilla movie for the goddamn story. I'm in it for the monster fights, and it had a shit ton of them, and they were fucking great. Yeah, it was. The end of that movie had my jaw hanging on the floor, and I wanted fucking more. And then the the, the teaser, I didn't even understand it until you replied back yeah. to me. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, right. Spoilers, told- Mechagodora's coming. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't even realize. I was like, okay, I guess he's going to regrow ahead. That was kind of anticlimactic. It's going to be a con. Nah, man, he's going to make a giant robot. (laughs) He is. Yeah, and that's what Kong and Godzilla are going to fight. For me, the credits scene with the leading up to like King Kong was way better than the Mecha Ghidorah. Um, Again, like the first one, everything involving Godzilla and the monsters was amazing. I... Whether you come to the movie for the story or not, the story exists. The lore is cool as shit. I love the the writing and the story was fucking bad. But who cares? I enjoyed the rest of it enough to really enjoy this movie, whereas I did not like 2014's Godzilla. I still really enjoyed this movie, but the story was real shit. This was one. No, I don't think the story was real shit. I think the dialogue was purposely corny, but not. It it went too much. It was like it was eye rollingly bad. Also, as much as I don't like the way the man gets overhyped, Kyle Chandler is no fucking Brian Cranston. I do not like Kyle Chandler in anything. God, you complain so hard about Cranston in the first movie. I know, and yet so hard. He was way better than fucking. <laughs> of Kyle course, Chandler. he is. Goddamn, fucking Cranston. Cranston. Also, I don't like looking at Vera Farmiga. Oh, I oh, do. really? Oh man, I'd split her in half. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was awful Ooh. and incorrect. And, uh, and she would have to call me Norman. <laughs> Norma. Yeah. Oh, man. Role play. Look uh, that up. I, I like Bradley Whitford's character. I thought he was funny. I like Bradley Whitford. I just, yeah. I, I liked mean, all the callbacks. I like the callbacks to, like, Kong Skull Island. Did you get that when Mothra appeared, the black guy that came out to talk, that was older Corey Hawkins from... That oh, was, no, I did not. That's him in the, like, 
Really? Yeah, because that you know Kong Skull Island takes place in what seventies. Yeah, so that's him as an adult. Oh, okay, that. cool. Uh, I look. I was going back through credits and like looked up what character that was, and I was like, oh shit, it is him. <laughs> Looking back, Kong Skull Island probably feels really good about killing Jason Mitchell the way they did, huh? Probably. Spider leg through the fucking throat. <laughs> take that. God, I love Kong Skull Island. It's <laughs> it's so fun. It is. It's still my I still favorite have, of the three. I, mine too. No clue how those two are going to believably fight because Godzilla should murder uh, him. One, because they've talked about that. There's a line in Kong where they describe he is an, he's an adolescent. He is an adolescent in that he's going to be way bigger. I mean, I am super excited. Again, all of the huge. Skull Island he stuff. He also has a, like, like, a non-reptilian brain, opposable thumbs, and, and can use weapons. It's the yeah, and the director went into all that. It, it's the agility and the fact that he's going to be way smarter than Godzilla. They also went to Atlantis. Godzilla is from the lost city of Atlantis. That's the best part of this movie. I was freaking out. I was the like, lore of that was really cool. I rolled my eyes at first, but once they actually got into it, you looked and- at me and you're like. And I was like, "Shut up! It's awesome." <laughs> I got into it once they actually got further into the actual city itself. Um, oh yeah, that's gone. Yeah, Ken Watanabe. If if Ken Watanabe they, uh, was the only human character in this movie, I would have been okay with look, it. We must trust Godzilla. Godzilla. And I, for no reason. <laughs> he has no basis for why we should just trust in Godzilla. He's but a five hundred foot he tall. Fucking I thought I thought the like undersea like base like tracking him and that whole scene where like he was swimming up to I the window shot, was dude. really fucking cool. The visuals. Scary. And the framing of this movie are brilliant. It's uh, some of the best big scale like shot cinematography in a long, long time. The one where you can see into when uh, Mothra pins Ghidorah to the side of the building and the glass, and you can see Godzilla, Godzilla in the reflection. reflection yeah. approaching. I was like, that shot was so fucking cool. Mothra didn't do enough. She just basically moth dusted over Godzilla and then died. But also, Mothra's coming back. Her essence got put in. There was they strongly hinted at a second cocoon, and which I'm pretty sure her essence just went to. Also, they introduced the Mothra twins from Lore. To the two, uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Asian. They mm-hmm. have a psychic connection with it. It'll That's cool. It'll pay off. The, the only thing I didn't like, and it's nitpicky, is sometimes they're not consistent with the scale. Yeah, the size kind of went up like, and down. Sometimes a Ghidorah head will look in, and you can see clearly the whole head through a car window. I'm like, no. His head is like six times the size of that car. Yeah, I mean, if you car. compare him to that giant blackbird they were on, and then the scene where it's Godzilla and Ghidorah, and there's just that little helicopter thing, yeah, quadcopter like, in front of them. I suspend that because they have to do that to make shots. Like, and the only time they got, I was like, why is Godzilla standing in the ocean? He just swam up. I was like, how long? <laughs> like, there's a funny, there's a meme of, of it. His, of legs. Him standing, his legs are like this fucking long. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That just reminds me of the Ready of Player stuff. One trailer or poster. That's fair. None of that stuff bothers me. Uh, it just uh, it, not, it stood out a little bit, but I fucking loved it's this movie. It's a Godzilla movie. It was so he much fun. He used to be in a rubber suit, smashing like buildings made out of I mean, fucking crackers. When he goes fucking yeah, full on nuclear, that, it was God, the best. That was so cool. And I don't think scene. she lived. I'm just gonna go ahead and say I don't suspect Vera Farmiga is coming back. No, she She's dead. Bomb. There was a. Um, a manhole cover. Oh, okay. She just crawled in. Lead line. That got gotcha. nuked. No, it's good. It's good. Boston is gone. Finally. Yeah, Godzilla <laughs> did something for the rest of us. <laughs> I uh, love that movie. I, I really also love that I movie. I also love the reaction of my son to that movie. He's I bet he had a blast. Here. He's freaking out the whole time. That was fair. awesome. 
All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this cool. week. Make sure to check out other shows. Also, make sure to check out uh, our E3 preview special where we do our predictions. <gasps> what? <gasps> E3's coming this week, folks. Yeah, Stay it tuned. is. I've just got excited. Plus one. I'm Josh. I'm Josh Barnett. for listening to free for all your source for all things geek we just wrapped up another episode but we're not done stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week don't forget to subscribe to the show on itunes and rate and review us too that's the best way for new folks to find our show you can also find us on the google play store stitcher or your favorite podcasting app don't forget that you can now subscribe to our youtube channel to watch the show as we record and you can catch our live streams on the free for all facebook page Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Be like Josh. What's the first premiere? I'm Josh Barnett. I have strong feelings about many things, and then I don't watch things I'm supposed to. I'm Josh. Right? I want to nominate things for the video games uh, award that I never played. (laughs) I'm Josh. Right? Right?